Hi, I'm Jennifer. And I'm Matt. This podcast is your regular dose of uplifting, inspiring and motivating life-changing tips and success strategies to help you create the wealth, health, lifestyle, passion and prosperity for your own life that you want to create. Welcome to The Prosperity Project. Are there times in your life where you feel like you're reliving the same pattern over and over again? The same situation keeps coming up, but also how you react to it. Does it always feel like people let you down or that you're stuck in cycles of depression or anxiety and feel like it's never going to stop? In today's episode, we're going to have a very open, honest discussion about how we can actually be that circuit breaker and stop these cycles continuing in our life. You might be able to tell from the podcast intro, it's not going to be an episode where I hold back. I'm going to share a lot of my personal experience but also it's not going to be for the faint-hearted. So with everything I'm going to explain a lot from my experiences, how I've overcome certain things and if it's useful to you I would love to know in the comments as well. In the past month for sure in my own life this podcast is a great way that I get to kind of share some insights of what we go through. Like the journey of life is never straight up and down. It's always got different weaves and turns. And I think that's um, something that a lot of people maybe are starting to recognize when we do the podcast mm. often the topics are because we've experienced <laughs> things or we're yes. going through something or we've had some insight into something and like last week we shared about your art course so that was something more tangible mm. something that you chose to do but there's often times that we're talking about things where they happen to us or we gain suddenly some insight or some knowledge and I think this particular topic is one where we've kind of unraveled a few things mm. and uncovered and come to conclusions and thoughts and really gained insight so in many ways the podcast actually is us just venting and sharing <laughs> not venting. venting but sharing just the insights that we've had yes and things that we believe that other people have got and based on the kind of feedback we get at times clearly a lot of people have the same kind of challenges the same mm. kind of issues the same kind of thoughts so hopefully this one as we're exploring the topic today and as we've explored the topic ourselves over mm. recent weeks hopefully some of you can gain some insight maybe into your own behaviors and thoughts and ideas and, yes. and maybe you can can join us for the journey <laughs> and i think you know i we titled this the prosperity project for a reason the whole focus and i know we're very passionate about it's not just for us living our most prosperous life with everything just experiencing joy and happiness with all our resources and creating the lives we want we want that ripple effect for other people so this particular episode has just felt it's come at a time in my life where there's some rough edges that i'm becoming more and more aware of so if you're maybe like me you will feel like life is that progressive journey that you are getting improved over the course of every day and everything that happens to you and that's good and bad and i think in this past month in particular i've really got a sense of how we tend to relive a lot of similar patterns or behaviors or we experience it from other people as well i think there's beauty in some way because we're meant to change and learn we're not meant to do the same things over and over again something is meant to be roughed away and smoothed away from us and so to open the episode i actually wanted to share a bit more about my background and also a little bit from a book that i wrote a couple of years back now the master money blueprint how to master your money and create a powerful money mindset this was the first book that I ever wrote. It's currently my only book right now. 
but um, we'll see what the world brings us. And there was a part of it that I felt was really quite aligned with what we're speaking about. And it's a part within my book where I talk about taking responsibility for our starting point. So wherever you're at, let's, I'm imagining the reader, wherever you are right now, we look back and we say, okay, I have had some influence in how I've got here. Not everything that's happened to me has been completely out of my control. It's been through certain choices, been through also some ways we've interacted with people and things we've allowed and things like that. And I'm talking in, in one particular chapter about the energy of money and our relationship with it. And because I think like an engineer, my background is electrical engineering, I kind of aligned it to how an electrical circuit works, how money, the energy of money is. So let me read it to you. So um, just like an electrical circuit, if we turn the connections of positive and negative power source around, the circuit won't work and energy will not flow. It's not the power being delivered to the circuit that isn't successful or the components in the circuit. It's simply that we don't have the connection in the right order to allow it to work. The source still remains there able to power the device. It's just not happening because of that small mistake. And I think how I equated this to our own life is we can feel like we've got all the parts in order. We've got this building block, we're doing this, we've got the right people in our life, but something just feels like we keep coming back to the same way the circuit works. And just like I describe it as being almost like the circuit breaker, that circuit reversal, I think there's insight or there's wisdom that if we simply flip it on its head, then everything will start to flow correctly and you'll change the way that circuit has been performing. So when I think about the circuits in our life, I think about who we are as individuals. And that is influenced by parents primarily and the things you learn from them. Their, um, not just their insight and knowledge, but also the way they behave, the way they interact with you when you're smaller, the mm. way they interact with each other, the way they interact with friends and family. And then also you have teachers and friends and colleagues and all these things. But I think your biggest influence can be your parents, largely. Mm. And what you'll find is that um, like I grew up on a council estate and a large majority of people that grow up in the kind of circumstances that I did mm. end up being in the same kind of circumstances okay. themselves. Yep. So what you find is that as far as a circuit goes, it's not just within your own life's behaviors, but it's actually generational as well. Mm, so yes. you'll find that in a lot of ways, you end up being very similar to your parents. You end up climbing the corporate ladder to a similar degree. If you're in the corporate ladder at all, mm. you end up doing similar jobs. And it becomes more obvious when you see, um, I suppose, more classic traits like your green grocers and your butchers. Right, yep. It's always, you know, this person and son or sons because people go into that business because they've learned from their parents and they can start the job early and they continue on and you find out that people are like third, fourth, fifth generation in these kind of trades. Mm. But also you took on engineering. Why engineering? Well, your dad was an engineer. Yeah, yeah. And exactly. you took on electrical engineering. So same ballpark. It's yep. not like you did um, structural engineering or anything else. So inspired by your parents and then throughout the corporate, you ended up being probably at a similar kind of level. I think yep. your dad yep. was more in charge of certain people yep. in a way, but you end up going to a similar level to what your parents did. And so many people end up in that circuit of basically repeating in mm. many ways. And that can be a great thing. But that can also be a bad thing as well because mm. 
sometimes the very things that frustrate you in your own life are the things that frustrated you about maybe the interactions that your parents had mm. or the things that frustrate you in your day-to-day are because you keep repeating behaviors that you've seen from people around you mm. as you've grown yes, up exactly. you'll find that if you gain a lot of anxiety or depression i reckon that someone close to you over the course of time has had it mm. and has had it where it's impacted them to a level i don't think i've not come across at least many people that have um, suffered with kind of things which have been particularly challenging for them to overcome, who haven't had a parent or a close friend or someone they spent a lot of time with who hasn't had that to start with right. as okay. far as a long-term condition. So I think that we we take on elements and aspects of those around us, those that have spent time with us, those that influence us. And the only way you can change your trajectory is to break that circuit Mm -hmm. so decide i'm not going to continue on this loop of what i've been running on for a period of time Mm. instead i'm going to take the little escape route and i'm going to join a different circuit i'm just going to come out of this loop because all that happens is if you're in the loop and you keep doing the same things and you keep thinking the same things and you keep interacting with the same people Mm. in the same way you're just running around in this same circle for the rest of your life. Mm. And I was just thinking there as you were speaking about, you know, maybe some of the negative traits that we link or maybe see that kind of generation fall down. I actually think it can even skip generations and it can even be not diagnosed. You know, you don't need to be having periods of anxiety just because someone's, you know, giving you that label. It can just be that there's the undercurrent. But it can even, the flip of it as well, the good traits are passed down. So the good traits of maybe you're really, you know, a hard worker, you love being around people, they can be passed down quite as easily as well as a negative. And I thought of a, a scripture when I was doing my study this morning, there's one that actually says about how bad traits can be passed down just a couple of generations but good traits could be passed down for thousands so even though when we think oh you know i'm stuck in this cycle of you know feeling anxious my mum was anxious or my dad was anxious my grandfather was anxious very quickly those bad cycles can actually be stopped with you know with a circuit breaker what we're talking about that choice i think equally the good things well, they can just be ripple effect for thousands of generations, that kind of goodness that people see. And what came to me was when I thought about my own patterns in life, how much of our life actually is our own design? And that's what I want to get out of this episode. How much of how you react to people, react to things you experience, how much is it truly that you've made a decision over what you're going to react with your emotion or what you're going to do next? Or how much of it is because it's been generationally passed down to you or you're mirroring someone else on some level that you don't even realize. And what we'll find is that it's very easy to kind of get stuck in our own circumstances. And also we can identify where maybe challenges are coming to our life. Mm. And then we can start to point the finger of blame. Mm. And I can't remember who who it was, but you told me and you mentioned it a long time ago. It might have been Tony Robbins. Okay. um, About the fact that if you're going to point to someone and blame them for the negative things, Mm, then you also need to give them credit for all of the good things. So if you are a hard worker, you've done well in your career, and you've maybe um, done really well financially, but you're terrible at relationships, Mm -hmm. you can blame them 
and say, right, well, it's their fault that I'm terrible at relationships. But you have to then give them credit for the hardworking attitude, yes. the inspiration yes. they've given you. Like either they're accountable for nothing or they're accountable for everything. You can't pick and choose and say they're accountable and they're to blame mm. purely for the bad stuff and don't give them the praise for the good. Mm. You have to, you, you can't be just selective and picky. And when you're thinking about being a circuit breaker, I always think about um, that old saying of, you know, you're the sum of the people you hang around with mm, most. Yes, yes. And I think in circuit breaking, sometimes we can put less focus on ourselves and more focus on where the circuit is elsewhere. So we might have a friend or a parent or somebody that maybe you see certain traits in them mm. or certain behaviors and you think, you know what, if they were to just change this, if they just tweak that, they'd be better. Mm. And you try your best and, you know, it might be frustrating for you to have these kind of discussions and no one's changing. But the problem is that when I say you're the sum of where you spend your time, if you spend your time in a negative space trying to repair someone else's negative space mm. who isn't willing, then what you learn is fixing something negative is hard work. You can't achieve anything. Makes you feel terrible. Mm. So don't go fixing difficult things. Mm, mm. Instead, leave them alone. Yes. And then what happens is rather than you focusing on changing things about yourself, learning that you can make adjustments to your pain points and the things you don't like, instead you've learned through association mm, mm. that it's just emotionally challenging to do and therefore not worth it. And that's why I think being a little bit selfish when you're looking at circuit breaking, looking at your own behaviors and what can you do? Who do you need to associate with? Who do you maybe need to spend less time with? How are your interactions mm. with yourself, with those around you? What do you need to tweak in order to break those circuits? Because if you're, if you're somebody, for example, that struggles with um, alcohol consumption, then hanging around with friends that like to go out and party and drink mm. very often probably isn't going to serve you to change that habit right your circuit breaker sometimes can be your sphere of influence mm. needing to be entirely different because then you regain control of the things that you want to adjust mm. so if we were being honest what are some of the struggles that we keep seeing over and over in our life or the patterns so i'm not talking about things we do like you know we might go out drinking or, or any of these things where we can label them and say no i want this course of action you know and take it differently um, I really mean some of the subconscious patterns, okay? So are there times that you feel in your life actually that people let you down consistently? So you keep seeing this pattern of, it's not just relationships, romantic ones, but it's maybe friendships that now you start to go into friendships assuming that you can't really trust people because the pattern has always been that somebody's broken a promise to you. And you know, we're human, we're not perfect. Nobody's gonna be able to keep their promises 100%. That's just not possible in the human element. But does it mean now that you go into things assuming that they're gonna be for the worst, that something's gonna happen? And equally, do you do that with people? Because you expect it from other people, do you now become the person who can't say no to other people 
and then when you, you you know you've promised yourself to do things you can't fulfill them you're like sacrificing yourself to please that person because you made a promise and you can't let people down and it, it can really be a, a huge web of things you know it can also be let's say if you're maybe stuck in a cycle particularly right now maybe health anxiety or feeling worried about going back into society is there a part of your life equally where you were worried about your job or perhaps growing up, you were worried about when mum and dad, you know, wouldn't be fighting. So you lived in that kind of fear of it's going to be peaceful, peaceful, but only for a certain amount of time. There's lots of repetitive patterns that we might not even be aware of that are being told in our lives. And as you say that I go to the thought process of um, it's not quite, it fits within the law of attraction, mm. but that's not something that I kind of no, buy I, into. No, I call it the law of reaping and sowing. But I buy into the fact of if you, if your expectations are one way, mm. then in all likelihood, you will meet your expectations. Mm. If you feel like your friendships are not going to last particularly well, you meet someone new, or let's say a relationship, relationship's probably a better example. You go into a relationship and you expect at some point that the relationship's going to fail. Well, then what you'll do is you won't buy into that relationship completely. You won't um, give yourself to that person and expect that it's not going to fail, which means that you're keeping them at arm's length. And any relationship where someone's at arm's length is likely, more likely, mm. to come to an end and come to a fail. You know, when you have a little argument, rather than try to resolve it, you kind of feel like, well, what's the point in solving it? Because it's not going to last anyway. So it's very easy to have that kind of expectation. If you're expecting that someone is going to be annoyed at you or um, that your interactions are going to be a little bit spicy on any mm. given day, well, then you're probably going to be a little bit colder and standoffish because yeah. you're expecting yeah. it. And because you're cold and standoffish, then that person can't interact with you. They think, what's, what's up with them today? Mm. And mm. at which point then you're generating what you expect. And I think that a lot of the times in the circuits that we have in our lives, when mm. we keep looping around... It can be that our expectations are a certain way. How many interactions do we have where we go in and we say, you know what, actually, I'm going to, especially if they're interactions which we, we find are challenging, mm. how often have we said, you know what, I'm actually going to go into this and try to mentally give it a clean mm. slate? I'm not going to have any expectations. I'm not going to assume that things are going to go a certain way. Instead, I'm going to go in and try to be as clean and pure as possible mm. and expect the best you know, it's a thing that you've been saying quite recently. What's the best, best that can, can happen? happen yep. And by focusing on that, maybe you'll find that you are the one generating the mm. circuit rather than the circumstance or other people themselves. Mm. So just in the analogy of being a circuit breaker, we're really talking about what if the decision in our lifetime is to stop the repetitive generational things that are, are not working in our favour. So it's the subconscious patterns of feeling like, you know, you need to be worried or anxious or people let you down or not trusting people. There's so many, we could cover a whole podcast and all the different ripple effects. But what if you are meant to be the very person that says no more, this isn't getting passed down, I'm changing it. And I want to give you um, five 
ways that really will help here to to really kind of change hopefully some of these aspects of your life the ones that you know that you feel like I can't I just don't seem to be making progress in this this keeps happening it's just different people different circumstances I feel powerless is this going to be my legacy I want to give you five things that I have found useful recently that will maybe you know give give you that feeling of authority back in your life over these things so the first one we've talked about briefly is really look at patterns in your life honestly there's going to be patterns where you feel most hurt and most pain but also the most joy and they're going to be different for every single person and the ones that we tend to find um, and maybe caused us the most battle scars if you like they probably have been repeated from people in the past as well so what I mean is there's a chance that you know if your mum or grandmother or great-grandmother or you know the other way with your father or your siblings that they've maybe experienced similar ways and um, what comes to mind is you know if people have had jobs fall through so maybe you grew up that your mum um, would get a job and then that would go away and then that constant struggle of maybe not knowing that income was a constant thing in life there could be a chance in your life where you've got that modality in your head that you know jobs are hard to keep and so you maybe you have been struggling for most of your adult life to keep hold of a job it could be something you know as, as simple as that but also as life-changing as that that then ripples effects out um if there is patterns can you start to see just being aware of them not anything deeper than that can you start to see areas in your life well actually there does feel like there's a repetition here and so that would indicate actually maybe it's time that I need to break it and I need to change it. And what you'll find in those areas where you feel like there could be repetition is it's probably areas where other people that have had them, you were frustrated by. Right. That's it's where you use. spend, if your mind has been frustrated by something, then it becomes a point of focus. And often where you put your focus is what you end up with. Mm. And also what you'll find is that let's say it's a parent and you're looking at them and they have areas where they frustrated you and you're probably repeating some of those behaviors. What you'll probably find is that they had the same interaction with their parents mm. and that parent probably had the same interaction with their parent beyond. And it could go back a few generations. And I think that with a lot of things, this circuit breaking, it can happen generation upon generation but most of the time it's that it carries on for a couple mm. until someone either says I've had enough or until the circumstances become such that maybe, you know, kids move out as soon as they possibly can. And that sphere of influence then changes entirely mm. and they circuit break through disassociation. Mm. But you'll often find that it has been that the same thing that bugs you <laughs> about your dad bugs your dad about the granddad that's yeah. that's just how it works people repeat things and because it bugs because it's your focus it it gets in your head it mm. becomes a way of being without you even realizing it how many people look at stuff and think, think to themselves the very things that annoy me most are the things that i do as well and mm. i don't realize i'm doing them until someone else highlights it. Mm. And actually, those are the things that you can find most hurtful. Mm. Like if you found that someone had a particularly bad behavioral trait that you didn't enjoy, and then someone says, hold on, you're being like this, those are the things that cut the deepest. Wow. I know that yeah. I've had it where someone said that you're behaving like this. Um, and I thought to myself, do I? Really? Mm. Do I? Because my dad used to do that, mm. and that annoyed me. 
And I didn't realize that I'm doing it. Mm. And it's really easy to pick up these things because they are a focus. Yeah. That you end up just recreating stuff consciously or subconsciously. And it's important that when you really recognize it, Mm. that you start to look at what you can do to break that circuit. Yep. Leads us on to the next thing. What is the pattern stopping you from doing or achieving? And I think we have to be really honest. Once you've become aware of a pattern that's there, you know, the circumstances appear yet again, right? What is this actually now stopping me from doing? And I always believe actually the, the things that we are stuck in repetitive cycles are because the opposite way, that flip of the switch, the making it better, will lead to something greater. There's some reason why you keep going around this mountain. There's some lesson to learn. There's some wisdom to gain. And once you gain it, it'll just open up a new door. It'll open up something different for you. And I think, particularly prosperity, the the whole journey is about just the, a sense of gratitude, a sense of generosity, just wanting to make everything better for your own journey, but also other people around you. This is where we tend to find that there's actually these things we're carrying with us the most and also we're aware of them. And there's something so beautiful as well about maybe being the person to take a step back in a line of people, a line of generations go, wait a minute here, this pattern that a few of us keep repeating is this is not good enough for our legacy moving forward and that leads me on to the next thing forgiveness work is going to be a huge part of this and you might be listening going oh jennifer don't you know that's a bit too deep for me this forgiveness work is one of the key things for every area of your life we talked about an episode a couple months back about the prosperity cycle how you say you know miracles or goals and you've got to declutter everything that's not adding up to what you want right and forgiveness work is part of the process because everything that we have chosen to do or been involved in in the past or present there is a chance that in some way somebody's not made the best choice so let's say we're talking about negative patterns repeating you know deep down it's not that person's whole characteristic that are completely bad it's just how they've reacted in that one small slither that one moment in time and we can we even have to do this with ourselves you know if we've made bad choices or been stuck in patterns before it doesn't define you now moving forward um, and it's also not a case that you've got to, I'm not saying that you've got to go into your past, you know, ancestry and find out, you know, oh, well, this person was this type of person. And you got, it's not a witch hunt to find out where's the, the person who started all this. It's actually a case of starting from now, recognizing that people did the very best they could with their skill sets. It was really the best, even though it might not have been good enough and it might have hurt people, it was the best that they could do with their wisdom and knowledge. And I think it's something so liberating to start afresh and just make peace with that situation, with that person and also yourself. I believe that forgiveness in this piece is probably the most important part. And the reason for that is if we don't forgive, then we're constantly looking backwards. Mm, We're constantly looking at all of these things and where they came from, why they're there and how we feel about them. And if that's where you're putting your focus, if that's the only thing that you have in your vision, then that's what you see. And what you see, what's around you, is what you become. Mm. If you're so focused on how a particular person behaves in a particular way, and you're so focused on either trying to get them to change that, or trying to get them to understand the impact it had, whatever it is, if you're spending all your time on that past, 
it becomes your future because that is where your energy, your mm. focus and your time are spent. So the forgiveness part for me is about letting go in such a way of you're not trying to get answers. You're not trying to get people to apologize. You're not trying to mm. even tell people that you forgive them. It's more about saying to yourself, what am I going to do moving forwards? Because if you don't break the circuit, if you're not the one that says, I'm not going to continue on with these behaviors, then are your children going to change the behaviors? Mm. Or are they going to continue mm. repeat? Do you want your children to feel how you feel? Mm. Because if you don't, then forgiveness and stop moving to the past and stop trying to maybe change people that are past the point where you can change them or at least directly change them if you focus there you're not focusing on the next generation and who you need to be in order to break this circuit so that people don't need to feel as you have felt mm. and like that for me is the biggest focus in any of this circuit breaking process if i don't like how i feel in certain circumstances if i feel anxious depressed if i feel stressed if I feel upset, if I feel like I can't cope, if I feel agitated, then I'm, I don't want my children to feel like this. Mm. So I must do something different because otherwise, when does this circuit break? Yes. And even if my kids are able to change the circuit and break it at some point, they've still got to go through some of this pain before they realize that they can make a change. Mm. And I don't think anybody wants them to, nobody wants their own children to go through the challenging things emotionally that they've had as a parent. Absolutely. Brings me on to the fourth thing here. The best way I can describe it is I would love to instill in you to remind you of your authority. And when I was prepping for this podcast, I can't avoid bringing up a faith in, in a greater universe, God, however you want to label it, I'll call it God. But I do truly believe, I can, and I can remember I was out on a walk about six or seven months ago or so, and just, you know, you've got lots of thoughts in your brain talking away and things. And I can remember the phrase, remember who you are, coming back to me when I was thinking about, you know, ways, just maybe thinking about life or thinking about questions I had. And when I was prepping for this podcast, I really thought I want to get over to anyone who's listening or watching the sense of their authority. And I think a lot of the world and a lot of circumstances will make you feel that you're powerless. And that is not truth. You have authority. So this is my faith. I believe we have a creator and we were given authority and dominion over everything in this world. And I'm not talking about physically. I'm talking about mentally as well. And this pretty much this whole episode is really talking about having authority over your mind and your mindset and your actions it's everything and there's nothing too great there's nothing in past generations or anything in your life that cannot be overcome or broken and I think it comes from a place of we believe that if we have hurt people or we've done this or done this you know different things we're the worst person and we're stuck there like nothing good will ever come from our lives and that is a total lie you have authority and power at any moment to change that to you know um, repent of what you have you know maybe made wrong choices because you're aware of them you can then choose different and in order to change some of these things what we need to do is change some of the things we do mm put ourselves in more positions where we can prove to ourselves something different. If we don't have the self-belief that we can make positive changes, 
then maybe we need to start exploring the things we can do so we can learn a new message. Now, if you have ingrained in you that you, you're not capable of doing things or that things are difficult or that you're, you're not going to succeed in stuff, then that's probably based on some element of truth mm. and some element of that the past has shown you that in certain circumstances you can't do things. But maybe what you need to start doing is actually tackling things with a different mindset mm. or at least say, you know, I'm going to go in and do my best. And then at some point, if you do enough things well enough, mm -hmm then you prove that you can do. The problem we have often, and we discussed it on the last podcast actually, yep. was we fear failure, so we don't do things. Yes, and yep. by not doing things, then you just have a list of things that you've failed at or that you haven't done. If your list is that you've got two things that you've been great at and 10 things that you've sucked at and you never try anything else, that list is always going to be proportionally saying that you aren't very good at doing mm, things. Mm. And because of that list is big, you fear doing stuff because you think you're just going to add one more to it. Yep. But what if you do some things and you get success? Well, at some point, that list of successes could end up the same size as the failures or bigger than the failures. Mm. And that's when the mindset changes. That's when the thought process about actually what you're able to do can begin to give you a different view. Now, it's not an instant fix and it takes a while, but... I suppose confidence breeds confidence. Mm. Success breeds more success. Taking that leap of faith to give something a go mm. and expect that it's going to be okay takes a while for the expectation to kick in. But you do enough things, you try enough things, you become successful at enough things, and then you start to believe it. Mm. And that, again, can break the circuit of your mindset saying, I can't, so I won't. Mm. And that brings me into the final thing. I know and I'm certain that we all have a vision and we all, all have a plan and a destination, a full picture of what we're meant to be in this life. I'm going to be honest, there's going to be things in this world that do not want you to succeed and do not want you to be the person that says, okay, this habit, this generational way we do things, it, it, you know, you're not strong enough to switch it. And actually, I'm, you know, I'm quite happy for that family to keep having this issue over and over again because it'll kind of keep them back from what they're intended to do. I actually felt it was really important for me in this stage and season of my life to get a game plan of how I want to be in the world mentally but also physically and we have to remember our prosperity is not just our physical actions it's not prosperity as in how much money you have in the bank or how many times you go to the gym it's also about what you think and feel and how you interact with people and I very purposefully built a kind of book that has my battle plan who am I praying for in my life and when I say praying I mean who do I you know who do I want to have that abundance of everything they need so they can be who they are you know I've got names like you down and the boys and I'll be honest I write I've got in that book the viewers and people watching I want them to be blessed by what we're doing and it's writing that battle plan down and thinking about it means that just like going into war with something if you go into war with no weapons and, and a couple of your friends and go ah it was the best that could happen if you sit down and say right okay we're going to go to this place we're going to well, that's when you're going to overtake the enemy you're going to overtake the things that are going to try to stop you and so what I would say in my season of life right now the bit that I find I'm getting changed in is because I'm becoming aware of patterns or mindsets that have maybe been carried on 
in what I've seen around me that are not serving me and are not what I want to pass on for further generations. And it's it's not been through choice that they've appeared in the ripple effect. I think it's been through maybe believing that there's not another way or there's not, you know, it's not possible to think another way. So if anything, at the end of this episode, I would really love to encourage you to have a think over some of the things that we've covered. You know, are there any key patterns that you are seeing in your life that are just not good enough anymore that, you know, you want to be the person that you know that you are the person to overcome them for the legacy that comes after you? But equally, what's your battle plan? So not just becoming aware, have you got a battle plan and strategy for the person that you want to be in the life now that you want to create? And it could just be even a case of, you know, for 10 or 15 minutes a day, you're going to journal, you're going to make sure you watch something great that'll keep you inspired and motivated. You're going to stop hanging around with the people that are, you know, telling you it can't be done. What is now your battle plan for your mindset and your actions? And the key for me is always in this type of area is focusing on moving forward and changing what can be changed and not focus on trying to change things that can't be changed. Mm. So I'll give you a quick analogy. If you're in a smoke-filled room and there are gas masks in there, the smart thing is to put on your mask first. Yes. Right? So then you can help other people. Now, if you are, and I'm going to use, because your parents are often one of the bigger influences for good and bad, if you're trying to put a gas mask on your parents and they keep brushing it away, Mm. and you keep trying to put it on them, and they keep brushing it away, and they get more agitated to the point where yours is getting torn off through the skirmish, Mm. that's not doing anybody any good. Like, you sometimes have to say to yourself, you know what, I'll I'll visit you when you're in hospital, Mm. and you're getting better, but there's no point in me fighting you and harming myself in the process. Mm. Instead... I'm going to make sure that I've got my mask on so I can serve my children and I don't end up for weeks in hospital. I don't end up dealing with whatever dramas and everything else. If you aren't able to understand what I'm trying to do to help you in this circumstance, Mm -hmm. because I'm trying to, you know, as for the people you care about, you're trying to fix and change and help any negativity. Sometimes it's not worth the fight. And actually that isn't your fight to have. Someone needs to just go through the process and you're just there to maybe have a different relationship, have a relationship where you do, you know, you in the scenario given, you visit them in hospital, you give them a cuddle, you tell them you love them, but you're not there trying to put a gas mask on them mm, anymore mm. because they don't want it and all they're doing is tearing yours off in the skirmish and they're just annoyed with you. Why are you doing this to me? Why is this happening? Why can't you leave me alone? I'm fine with the gas, you know, and you, you can't change stuff. And by breaking the circuit actually is in that regard, recognizing those very circumstances, very situations Mm. and saying to yourself, I know that for generations people have been doing this and harming themselves in the process that I'm not anymore. Mm. And that's the hardest thing to do. I think when you love and care for people to say, I need to leave you where you're stumbling so that I can walk. Mm. Oh, yeah, that's good. And my only insight on top of that is I go to the frame that, no, I can't do anything. There's there's a time I think you get to where you're like, I cannot do anything. I, my faith then goes to, right, I need to hand this over. I hand it over to God. In my eyes, there's always greater good that can be achieved. Nobody's like a lost cause. So and I always go, right, okay, I physically 
I'm, a, I'm spent. This is the best of my abilities. Do you know what? I'm going to pass it back to the creator to well, work whatever they need to work through the, their own journey as well. And using the same analogy, maybe people will notice that you put on the gas mask and that you didn't end up at hospital. And actually they realize that that is a good way to go. Exactly. So yeah. sometimes rather than telling people, maybe it's you lead your life and maybe what people see then influences and encourages mm, them mm. to do things different. Yes. But you can't spend your time and your energy in areas where it's not going to be productively producing results. Mm, exactly. Well, today's episode, I was aware it was going to be a, a very honest one, but also I hope it's been incredibly practical. I hope it is reaching somebody. I felt inspired to talk about it this week. So I do actually believe that it's for somebody out there watching or listening that they're going to take away a huge thing from and they're going to be that circuit breaker in their maybe generational habits or life habits moving forward if you have enjoyed today's video or podcast we would love it if you would give it a thumbs up if you're watching on the mama furfur channel you can also listen to over 90 episodes on any audio platform spotify itunes google as well you can find us there and if you're on the mama furfur video channel you can watch there's at least about six months worth of videos where you can see the video podcast version as well we'd love especially leave us a comment on the video if you found this useful if you're going to take something from it we'd love to know the changes that you're going to make and really you're breaking the circuits on so thank you so much for watching or listening today we'll speak to you very soon